True Vault Escapades presents Escapade Extras, Short Stories from the Wastes. The following episode is loosely based on the concept of the original True Vault Escapade series. This episode is not canon material. It's True Vault Escapades! Today's episode... You can call me Kitty. The year is 2177, a full 100 years before the Lone Wanderer would escape the chrome shelter of Vault 101. In Vault 101, no one gets in and no one gets out, so they say. But little would they know that a wastelander forced his way inside a century earlier. Vault 101 to Walter. Vault 101 to Walter. Can you read me? A lavish-looking buxom blonde sits at her study with a ham radio, tapping her foot excessively. She's clearly doing something she's not supposed to do. Another voice calls back to her. Just a second, girlie. Those vault engineers ain't making it easy for my drill. Hey, Walter. What is it, scummy? I think we're hitting a weak point. But the drill is overheating. If you're at the right spot, you should be breaking through my living room. That drill should be enough. Gotcha. Girl says we should keep going. But my drill! Keep drilling. Ah, all right. Just a little longer. I swear I'll pay back any damages. Oh, really? Do you guys pay in bottle caps up there? Uh, bottle what? Ah... After hours of dirt and sweat, the drill bursts through the floor of Vault 101 directly into the bashful blonde's room. <gasps> ah, my drill is broken! Cut the whining, Rotface. We did it. But who's gonna pay for my drill? Put it on my tab and get out of here. I want you scaring the locals. Why, you... Uh... Uh, you're probably right. Worst these dwellers seen was a pimple on a face. Still, you owe me. Yeah, yeah. Walter, is that you? And from underneath the rubble and grime, a tall, handsome man in a worn trench coat and hat emerges from below. At long last, Walter has officially met his long-distance girlfriend. Did someone call a detective? Oh, Walter! Yes, at long last, those radio chats truly amounted to something in the end. So despite his grubbiness, the dashing doll leapt into her man's arms for a much overdue embrace and kiss. Her name was Kitty. Vault 101's prettiest girl, and perhaps one of the best singers left in the country. She wasn't like all the other girls in the vault. She liked the finer things in life. 
She wore a mink coat over her vault jumpsuit and a silk scarf to boot. No, Kitty didn't like the thought of an average sheltered man in the vault. She wanted danger and a man who knew how to rough it. She wanted Walter. Here's looking at you, kid. I've been catfished a few times before, but you're the real deal. And you didn't even have a picture to go off of. Am I all that I described? And then some. Looking straight out of a pre-war billboard. Say, this place got any top-shelf hooch? (laughs) Maybe you'll get rewarded some as I sing for you in the front row at the Golden Gala. The ballroom you talked about? Yeah. Sounds sweet. But make sure the overseer gets me a bottle of whiskey before I get to work. Can't do my job dry. Hmm. Will do. Ah, that's a lovely diamond you have on that ring. Why, thank you. It's my most prized possession. My birthstone. A topaz. Huh. But I thought that was a ruby. It's redder than a tomato. Oh. (laughs) Well, they don't call me backhand Walter for nothing. People who step in my way get the ring hand. People who'd ever think about hurting a girl like you. Oh, Walter. Oh, kitty. Oh, yes, true love. After months of playing pen pal, the detective and the starlet embraced one last time before making haste to the overseer's office. It was a culture shock for a wastelander like Walter, a place underground separated from the horrors of the world above. This must have been what heaven looked like. This place ain't nothing like B.C. I knew I'd be amongst a civilization of soft-skinned vault dwellers, so I made sure I gave myself my yearly bath before coming here. Guess that didn't work out. Every last person stared at me something awful. Not like the, here comes the gumshoe stare. Or the, oh my god, what is he doing to that Brahmin stare. More like a, who is this filthy mongrel? And who let him in this vault kind of look? Kitty sure didn't give a care as she escorted me to Overseer Mackenzie's office. She looked the proudest I'd ever seen her. In the few minutes we'd physically seen each other. Here it is, the overseer's office. Are you ready? Say, why don't we blow this pop stand and head for my place back in the city? You already have an escape. Please, Walter, we talked about this. I have a duty to my people. All right, Kitty, have it your way. What's a little thinking and elbow grease? I'm sure we can solve this mystery before the day is out. Oh, Kitty, how unexpected. And who's this? And where's his vault suit? Oh, Overseer, isn't it wonderful? A real detective from the outside world. What? From the outside world? No wonder he's so filthy. Look at him. Who authorized this? Who let this happen? No, you don't understand. This is all according to plan. Remember when you told me we were considering outside help? Yes, I was considering it, but 
We didn't get the verdict on that yet. Mackenzie, please! Now, looky here. My English may not be all that dandy, but I'd say you were talking bad about me, weren't you? Uh, well, I... I don't know how you operate things down here, Governor. But one thing you should know about me. Bad talkers get the backhand. You hear? I... There's no need for that. I'm sorry. It's just... Look, Miss Kitty here, I know you stumped all the way here to our humble little home underground, but she gets a bit ahead of herself when we talk things over. None taken. Just watch your mouth. So, what can I do you for? Yes, he's here now, right? Why don't we focus on the bigger matter at hand? Uh, look, Detective... Walter. Walter Camry. Camry Investigations. Downtown Washington, D.C. Detective Camry, yes. Well, you see, we seem to have a mole in the fold of vault security. They've geared up the notion that opening the vault door is a good idea. You see, I'm the only one with the codes and have unfortunately had a few attempts on my life to get them. A few failed kidnapping attempts, you see. Hmm. All of this disturbed noise in a place you can't escape? Sure doesn't seem rational. Yes, but that's what makes me wonder if there's some kind of outside influence reaching the highest levels of vault government. Whoever is making them do this is doing their darndest to break into my vault, and I can't have that. You have experience on the outside, Walter. Who could be persuading our own men to sabotage our home? That's a pickle, all right. A pickle so sour, even the strictest nun would pucker. Hmm, what about, what did you call them? Raiders. Didn't you say there were nasty people out there who salivate over pillaging places like these? They're a top five culprit, that's for sure. The raiders have too much gobbledygook in their brains to crack at something this sophisticated. Then who could it be? Is it anyone smarter? Hmm. I'll have to ponder this over a few Long Island iced teas. Mackenzie, give me access to all your files and internal mail relay. With any luck, the least I could do is plop your perps in the interrogation room. And after a firm American handshake, Walter was off with his newfound flame to look further into this hair-raising predicament. The detective would stay in her room until the case was closed. They were on their way down a dark vault hallway when suddenly... Just a little further down. My room is just this way. Say, what is this? The skid row of Vault 101? Yes. Living amongst the poor makes me feel special, as one of the richest women in the vault. How's that? So I can constantly remind myself of where I don't want to be. Interesting motivation. Do you ever provide charity? <laughs> Heck no. I can't have the poor in such a short radius of my mink coat. Good thinking. The wasteland isn't a place for looking after others. Best get used to that. Yes, I was thinking about that. Does your office at least have some modern amenities? 
with all the coffee and cigarettes you can smoke. Oh, Walter, I love it already. <laughs> Stop right there. Yeah, or we'll plug you. <gasps> Get behind me, kitty. Not another step, or you die where you stand. Best listen to him, loves. He's got the itchiest trigger finger in all the vault. All right, all right. Let's just calm down. Nah, you calm down. Everything was going nice and swimmingly before you two came along and tried to muddy our plans. That's right. Look here, Cameron. Somehow you've got here, and it's the same when you're going to get out. Forget this posh little witch and go back to D.C. You've got no business meddling in the affairs of our people. Well, I hope you know, boys, that me and Kitty are officially an item, meaning she's my people, too. Yeah. Well, ain't that grand. But we're giving you a chance here, Walter. The ice is cracking, and you're only one step away from falling through. Maybe you boys should take that pantyhose off your heads, and we can solve this face-to-face, like real men. Not a chance, Walter. And we're the ones with the guns here, so you best do as we say, or we'll kill you and bloody up that girl. (gasps) Did you just threaten my girl? Huh? Did you just say you were going to bloody her? Walter, don't! Don't you... Because I'll tell you what, boys. I'm only a taste of what you have in store out there in the big, bad world. And believe me, once the rest of the vault sees what I do to you boys, they'll seal this place off with super glues. I'll let you run along for now. But you just broke the ice for me. Just stop digging. Forget the plants. Heck, take Kitty with you. Just call it a vacation and leave. Come on, Kitty. If these boys were going to shoot us, they would have done it already. Come on, let's go to your room. His ring used to be topaz. It's the morning after the heated confrontation, and Walter gets to work right away on scrolling through the vault's internal mail relay. Look at this, Kitty. An entire folder of encrypted messages. This has to be connected to the interlopers. Here, let me upgrade my science skill. What's the difficulty rating on that one? Mm, It says hard. Perfect. I'm one away from getting to do those. Amazing. Now, let's see here. Ha <laughs> That did it. Who knew my girl was an egghead? Oh, no. What is it? Well, I was able to unlock some of the messages, but the rest of us are for very hard. Can I assume you're not as brainy as I am? All strength and a pinch of luck, sister. You won't get very far using algebra in post-apocalyptica. For the next hour, our heroes look carefully through the unlocked messages, one by one. 
Everything looks quite mysterious until one message catches their eye. Old Man Carlo! Who? Marty Carlo, nicest old man you'll meet. Why, he's so nice, you never would have thought he used to assassinate people for a living. Interesting. I wonder what a little old man has to do with all this. Hmm, I sure hope he hasn't gone back to his old ways. They seem to be referencing him as a potential whistleblower to the whole operation. And the message was dated recently. We better finish off those mimosas and head straight there. There's no time to lose. We'll return to our mystery after this. Today's episode is brought to you in part by our wonderful patrons. To Dean Colopy, Joseph Washer, Van Hoffenheimer, Skygon, Kylar Skulkin, Shannon Dale White, John Baker, Critical Clown, Jackson Little, Hodgepodge the Cardboard Wolf, Alex Roberts, Richard Villa, Jorge, Brandon Cullison, Lost Paws Jr., Brian Snyder, Don McCormick, The Donnie Difference, Mike Gregory, Tysonator, Oakley Wright, Keegan Pratt, Aiden Kincaid, George Stocko, Krista Darkley, Michael D. Batku, and Joel Jackal. We thank you so much for being dear listener tier Patreon supporters. Join the club now in the description below. And now, back to our story. In a hurry to find Marty, Walter and Kitty dash upstairs and knock on the old man's door, using the master key that Overseer Mackenzie gave Walter. They're shocked at what they find. Ah! Oh no, Mom, Marty! A completely understandable response from a woman who knew a person this long. It looks like Marty Carlone bit the big one. Slumped on the floor next to his wheelchair, the heavy smell of copper and iron filled the room. A thick pool of blood painted the cold metal below. Maybe, if you took all the gruesome features out of the picture, it would look like he was innocently napping. But that's not the case in this cruel vault. It's clear that someone cut on to me and the dame's scheme and silenced someone who had the answers we needed. But no, I doubt even this old man, in all his wisdom, could answer the biggest question of all. Why are we here? Why hasn't there been a cure for a hangover? Oh, will crime ever pay? Walter! Huh? We have to find out who did this. Oh, right. Let me check the damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, Walter, don't hold back. Just give it to me straight. Yep, there's no doubt about it. He's dead. Oh. Oh. I'm... I'm so sorry, Kitty. I, I'm sure he was a nice man. Oh, oh, Walter. Was he stabbed to death? No, Kitty. 
It was a dirty hit, sure, but I know gunshot wounds when I see them. Oh, no! Ten millimeter, to be exact. The same kind used by organized security forces. And this wasn't just some pop in the back of the head. Marty was peppered, lit up, sprayed, blasted, Swiss cheesed. But how do we trace it back to who shot him, Walter? First thing that came to mind was to run it by your overseer. Have his top man run a test on them. But we both know it's top men who cannot be trusted. Hmm. <sighs> well, I guess I better get ready. Huh? Ready for what? <laughs> my job, silly. I need to call in this mess. Gotta put my coat on. The Golden Gala is one of the things that keeps this vault sane. Sane? As in bottomless shots of whiskey? <laughs> That's right. I've been known to enjoy a few tequila injections before my call time. Ah, a tequila kind of girl, eh? Well, I've been known to mix them, too. Oh, <laughs> how daring. With liquor or juice? A vodka? What kind of girl do you take me for? Nice. I like to mix my whiskey with bourbon and scotch sometimes. Ooh, triple threat, huh? <laughs> That's right. My name is Walter, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Hi, Walter. <sighs> well, we better call that crew up here and get you to the ballroom. Yeah, I never liked torturing a third wheeler. Here, I'll go get ready and save you a seat in the front row. Leave Vault Police a message and head on down. You got it. me be so lucky to get a girl like that. She looked elegant up there on stage, all on her lonesome, belting out a tune. Everyone in the ballroom was mesmerized by her beauty. But at the same time, what does a guy like me have to do to unscrew the cork of this case? A true detective can't sleep at night, knowing there are saboteurs out there. So I guess all this revelry felt slightly premature. But I couldn't say no to the whiskey. Yes, this was a leave-the-bottle type of night. I sure hope that dame decides to leave with me, victorious or not. If she was a kitty, she'd be a Russian blue. And here I thought all the vaults were just fancy underground mausoleums. This one time, I went exploring and found Vault 106. Rumor was, they pumped the ventilation system full of psychedelics that you wouldn't believe thought it was bull at first, until I found myself endlessly chasing my dad, who carried a jug of milk in his hand. Dad! Dad! I yelled. But before you knew it, I smacked my face into a wall. When I came to, I didn't see Dad anymore. But the milk was still there. Odd. 
I was convinced the night was going swimmingly, until I noticed a burly man working his way backstage and reaching for his pocket right behind Kitty. Kitty, get down! Take this, you vile fiend! I tagged him good. Get up, Kitty. He's running away. I'm right behind you. It's a race against the clock, with the masked perpetrator running for his life. Walter and Kitty trail close behind. It's clear the man has been hit, so they must capture him alive to spill the beans on this awful conspiracy. He's bleeding, Walter. We can't let him die with the secret. You... You both get away from me. He's still got a gun. I'll go for his leg. So keep your fingers crossed. I miss an artery. You got him, Walter. You got him. Don't, Don't come any closer. Okay, you... You took a swipe at my girl just now, and you'd know I'm not about to let that slide. You were face down in whiskey, Detective. How did you manage to see him sneak up behind me? Love, baby. I can sense a dame in danger from a mile away. And now look at you, half dead with a tube sock over your head. Was it worth it, huh, punk? (coughs) Okay, you got me. It doesn't make a difference. We'll just see about that. How about we remove the Halloween costume and speak face to face, eh? (gasps) Jakey's, it's Officer O'Neill! And I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you meddling detectives. Fill me in, Kitty. Who is this guy? (sighs) Officer O'Neill, he's one of Overseer McKenzie's oldest and most trusted bodyguards. Even with everything he said, I wouldn't expect him to be on the list of suspects. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, Kitty. But if there's one thing I learned about the Wasteland is that you can't trust anybody. You have to fend for yourself. (gasps) The audacity! Is it really like that, Walter? More than you know. But that just means the ones you can truly trust become closer to you. What's the sitch, O'Neill? Why would you spoil a good thing? The the way you think about us, we ain't fools. We know about the raiders and the stupid little groups out there we'd like to get in here. But there's a better option to choose from here. A better way for all of us to move forward. We had everything we could have ever wanted here in Vault 101, O'Neill. Who could possibly offer you something better out there? (laughs) No, no way you'll believe it. But I might as well say it now. John Henry Eden, the President of the United States. What? Aha! It all makes sense now. The Enclave. That grubby old man broadcasts far and wide in the Capital Wasteland. Those jokers are no good, O'Neill. You've been duped. But... but I... John Henry Eden may be the President of the new government, but those kooks only know how to kill and put anything that looks different than them on the operating table. They've been a thorn in our side for years. 
Oh, Walter, is it really the president? Not sure, Kitty. No one has seen him. But one thing's for sure. Whatever he told you was a lie. The only thing they want from this place is valuable technology and guinea pigs. I'm afraid you fought for a false cause, officer. It... it can't be. Believe it, bub. You fell for that lie worse than me when I thought Dad was just going out for milk. Oh, Walter, just put the poor deluded fool out of his misery. You're right. Leaving him here to suffer wouldn't make us any better than the villains he works for. Stand back. Is he gone? Yes, Kitty. He's passed on. Now, how will we find out who he's working with? O'Neill? O'Neill! Where are you? Is the girl dead yet? Wait, Kitty! It's police radio. Someone's calling in. I heard a commotion. What's going on? Look, no time to explain. I already broke into the overseer's office. Come down here as soon as you can. I don't know how long I have before people start noticing he's missing. You'll never get away with this. Shut up. <gasps> Whoever that is has the overseer under the gun. Then we've got to hurry. They must have thought that after they got rid of us, they could shake him down without any resistance. We have to move. Running at full speed with no time to waste, Walter and Kitty rush to Overseer Mackenzie's office. Who knows what could happen? If Mackenzie caves and gives this assailant the door codes, the Enclave could put an end to Vault 101 for good. If the time runs out and he kills the Overseer, everything could fall into social disarray. It's a tight race for the truth. It's a tight race for justice. You have that pea shooter I gave you ready, Kitty? Yes, but I wouldn't count on a gun like this to put down a man in one shot. The killing blow just may count on you, Walter. Hey, don't sell yourself short. The first time I killed Radstag was with my daddy's old BB gun. It may have taken an hour or two, but we ended the day with the best venison we've ever had. Oh, Walter, if we make it through this, I may just have to marry you. <laughs> I'll hold you to that, girly. Okay, let's break in there. One, two, three! Freeze! Freeze! Oh! Put down your guns, fools. Officer Jensen? You know this jokester, too? Oh, yes. Proudest little punk in the police force. He'd sell his own mother if it meant another commendation. I suppose that's why I never figured you for all this. That's right. Which made doing this all the more easy for the most part. That is until Seamus over here stepped into the picture. I knew an outside pair of eyes would hurt my plans. So that's why we warned you at gunpoint yesterday. That was you? Hard to believe you were so close to fulfilling your plans. If you had just shot us right then and there. I knew I was too nice. So I guess O'Neill really got the bump, eh? His mistake. But that was just a distraction to hopefully get the girl killed and shift focus elsewhere. Looks like I got to the Overseer just in time. Well, it's over now, Jensen. You've got a gun and a half pointed at you right now. A gun and a half? I'm still learning, so I have a pea shooter. It may not get you the first time, but boy, is it gonna hurt. 
so I don't like your odds. Well, I don't like your odds either, detective. An outsider in a turncoat just so happened to shoot the overseer and his top man in the same room? You may get the satisfaction of putting me down, but you'll never win them over. All that piece you're looking for will be flushed down the drain. You're bluffing. No, he's right, Walter. We can take a chance by shooting him, but if Mackenzie is out of the picture, there's no way anyone will believe the true story. But I... The vault will descend into chaos. It would be as if all this digging meant nothing. We have to find a compromise here. I... I... By golly, you're right. Fine, Jensen. But we can't allow you to let the President's men overthrow this place. You don't realize how good you've got it here. Sure I can. But to your benefit, I can simply let you out the door before anyone notices. You can take that troublemaking strumpet on with you. That way, everybody gets what they want. You'll get to return to the wasteland, and I will probably have the shiniest new metal that the Enclave can give me. Sound hunky-dory? Please, we'll leave forever. Just don't subject the vault to such madness. I've seen whole communities wiped off the face of the planet because of them, Jensen. Really think about what you're doing here. I've thought long enough. Now given that you've dropped your guns and I haven't shot you yet, you can guarantee yourselves that I'll forget any of this ever happened. Why do you think we gave old Marty the business, eh? Atone for his sins in the Mafia by playing second fiddle to the Overseer? He got what he deserved. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And now it looked like the ball was in our hero's court. By now, it seemed the only way to end this madness was to take Officer Jensen's offer. But that would mean the menacing forces of the Enclave would surely have access to Vault 101. Walter was thinking fast, but nothing came to him. That's when Kitty hatched a risky plan. Please, you two, don't let them kill me. Quiet, you! Hey, Walter. You got a plan? Because I got nothing. Look, we can't bend down and reach for our guns again. So let's try this. My mink coat. Yeah? What about your coat? I'll throw it over Jensen's head, and while he's distracted, you go up there and bum-rush him. That's... that's one detective of a plan if I've ever heard one. Great going, Kitty. But you'll have to time it right. Take it off slowly, and make sure he stays in the same position for at least two seconds. Then, let him have it. Okay, Walter. Whilst Officer Jensen is busy punishing the overseer, Kitty stealthily removed her thick mink coat and scarf to boot. She grabs it by the collar and prepares to launch it at their enemy. Okay, one. Two. Three. What the? Hey, hey. And the mink coat goes flying through the air, landing directly on top of Jensen's head, only to expand and cover his whole body. The detective takes this moment to charge toward the evildoer. Go, Walter, now! All right, bucko. Prepare to feel my ring hand. Whoa, wait! Stop! Ah! Ah! Yeah! And how about this one? Ah! Take that! Ah! That's it! Go get him, Walter! Boy, I tell you, Camry, you pack a wallop of a backhand. 
for a second there, I thought my goose was cooked. It's a shame to hear about Marty, though. Yes, he did a good thing before getting popped like bubble wrap. But the gods of justice thank him. I'm sure we can all thank goodness that nobody else innocent had to pay the price. Nobody that didn't deserve it, at least. A shame that such a man like O'Neill could fall to these depths. <sighs> Indeed, Kitty. And I must say, you were right all along to follow through with this plan against my wishes. Who knows what kind of damage the Enclave would have done to us. I'm sure they'll get what happened here when they stop getting responses from those interlopers. You vault dwellers really had some problems down here. But you couldn't have raised a better partner in justice. If it wasn't for Kitty here all along, you'd all probably have probes jammed in you. And not the mouth kind, either. You've got that right. I was wrong about you the whole time, Kitty. Some of us used to think your glamour did nothing but make you stick out like a sore thumb. Who knew that mink coat of yours could save lives? In fact, since you've not only saved the vault, but cared so deeply enough to go to these lengths, I figure I should give you a commendation and bump you up to Vault 101 Special Forces. How does that sound? Thank you, Overseer, but I think I've made my decision. I'll be joining Walter as his assistant at the Camera Detective Agency. Out there? In the big bad world? I think I can take it. Today really put my life in perspective. Problems down here are as rare as a blue moon, but out there with all the dirty, stinking, disgusting, flea-ridden people of the wasteland? We have a lot of work to do, and I'll be proud to do it by Walter's side. <laughs> you won't regret it, girl. This is a big decision you're making, Kitty, and though I respect it, the hole you dug will be sealed. Forever. I'll manage. Thank you, Overseer. If worse comes to worse again, don't be afraid to call on me. Much appreciated. I'll go get a crew ready to clear safe passage from that canal you dug. Be right back. Well, that's that, then. I say, Vault 101 may have lost a great pair of lungs, but the Wasteland just gained the spunkiest chick this side of the North. Oh, Walter, without you... Not a single word of my praises. You don't give yourself enough credit, kid. You had all the strength, but lacked the sword. All I did was the swinging. <laughs> In that case, you got a sting arm. <laughs> But better to backhand my enemies with. Our enemies? Right. Our enemies. Is it as bad as vault Tech said it would be out there? And then some. But don't fret your little head about it. I know you've got what it takes. Can't wait for you to see Megaton. Oh, Walter, I... I... I love you too, Kitty. Yeah. Let's get out of here. And so, Walter and Kitty would leave the confines of Vault 101 and join forces to serve the people of the Capital Wasteland and beyond. And for a full century, the people of the Vault would know peace once again.
Today's episode of True Vault Escapades was written and produced by Preston Hardin. Edited and mixed by Ethan Walsh. The part of Walter was played by Eric Huffman. Kitty by Shalia Wagner. Overseer McKenzie by Mike Tyson. Officer Jensen by Austin Rogers. Officer O'Neill by Joshua Belmonte. And Scummy by Philip Sacramento. If you would like to send in your own plot request for an Escapade Extra, be sure to visit patreon.com slash abomradio. Become a dear listener member and send a message. You can find things like exclusive merch, our socials, and Discord server in the link below. Remember, the best way to support us is by leaving a rating and review. Be sure to tune in next time for the next Escapade Extra! You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Ever wanted to be a content creator but had no clue where to begin? Come join me as I sit down with content creators that have already faced the challenges you're up against as they discuss the tips and tricks that help them be successful. Here on The Content Creator's Guide, available wherever podcasts can be found.